At Miletus, he sent to Ephesus to summon the elders of the church. On their arrival, he addressed them in these words. Now, you got to get this picture. Now, remember, Paul has ministered throughout this area. This is Asia Minor, and he has ministered in, in most every town there. Why is he summoning the elders from Ephesus? Because they are representative of the whole area. It is at Ephesus where Timothy will pastor. It is at Ephesus where John, the apostle, will reside when he's released from exile on the Isle of Patmos. Ephesus is like the epicenter. He calls for them to come to him at Miletus because he did not dare go back to Ephesus for fear of stirring up another riot. Paul has been told by God that this is his last journey. He will never see them again. Is it possible that God forewarns his apostles and prophets and leaders that the day is approaching when they are going to be called home. I believe it is. Paul calls them and then this is what he says to them. And remember, we're talking about motivation. Now, this is a man who has given up a high office in the Jewish religion. A prestigious career awaited him. He gave it all up to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and be persecuted and beaten and imprisoned and have nothing. Paul says, I am sure you know how I have lived among you ever since I first set foot in Asia. He's saying this in the ears of the Ephesian elders. They know his ministry throughout the whole region. He says, you know how I serve the Lord most humbly and what tears I have shed over the trials that have come to me through the plots of the Jews. You know, Paul was just the kind of guy to call an ace an ace and a spade a spade. He didn't say religious folks. He said Jews. He put a name on it. You know, I have never shrunk from telling you anything that was good for you. Paul said, I've never held back any revelational knowledge that was given me that was for your good, nor from teaching you in public or in your own homes. Paul said, I call you to account this day for my record. Am I telling the truth? If there had been one witness there that could have objected or disputed his word, they would have stood up. Not only in public, but in your own homes. On the contrary, I have most emphatically urged upon both Jews and Greeks repentance toward God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. There's the gospel. It's the same gospel for the Muslim. It's the same gospel for the Jew. It's the same gospel for the Gentile. It's the same gospel for the Buddhist. It's the same gospel for the Hindu. It's the same gospel. Repent of your sins and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I will not adapt that gospel to you. You adapt to it. Well, pastor, can you be a Buddhist or a Hindu or a Muslim and be a Christian? Not unless you worship Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, period. And now here I am. Paul said, you know me and you know my record. Now here I am. Here's that word compelled. We're going to motivation. What does it take to move us? Paul said, I am compelled. How many, any, anybody in here ever been a paratrooper? Anybody? You been a paratrooper? Really, a ranger. You remember when you went up to jump, you got in line and you went up to the door? When you got to the door, Brother Allen, did you look back at folks and say, you know what, I've changed my mind. I really don't think I want to jump. What would have happened? You'd have been compelled, wouldn't you? Paul said, I have been pushed. I've been moved. 
not by physical, material, or even philosophical constraints, but by something inside of me that's stronger than I am. 